Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, June 16th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio. That's patreon.com slash broadwayradio. We'd like to start the show today by acknowledging the untimely passing of Lisa Baines. Like she was a veteran of the stage and screen. You know, she was just recently starring in Gone Girl. She did a ton of Broadway, present laughter, the niceties, which was off Broadway, which we've talked about before on the show. Uh, Look Mm -hmm. back in anger, isn't it romantic, rumors, and so much more. Of course, she was a graduate of Juilliard. You know, this was a phenomenal actor that we've, of course, been seeing tons of other actors that we also, you know, respect so much, talk uh, immensely about her and a lot of these stories, and she will just be sorely missed. So we wanted to make sure that we mentioned that at the top of the show. Yeah, such a tragic story. I mean, she was, uh, it was, she's the victim of a hit and run. She died, I think, 10 Mm -hmm. days after she was riding her scooter. Um, and she was hit and and succumbed about a, a a week and a half later. Just a really really tragic story, and so much outpouring on social media of mm. people who knew her and loved her and worked with her, and uh, really is a a really senseless senseless loss. Yeah, uh, Matt, we have so much news today. Let's Are you it. ready to get into it? All uh, right, let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. That's not this type of show, but I know you like sports. All right. First, in tonight's news, rest assured, if you are not in New York itching to see a Broadway show, the Broadway League and Actors' Equity have reached an agreement on safety protocols for North American touring productions. I know Matt has already purchased his season tickets for Florida shows, Mm -hmm. so this should be, you know, a huge sigh of relief for for Matt on the show today. But under these agreed terms, touring members of a company must be fully vaccinated for COVID-19. Cast, crew, and musicians will wear masks and maintain physical distance unless performing on stage or if doing so interferes with the functions of their job, i.e. like if they're playing a woodwind instrument, probably can't have a mask on. They're going to have to remove it. Uh, These regulations additionally require weekly testing of cast and crew members at no cost to be, uh, you know, to those being tested. But note that this requirement may be revised as the Center for Disease Control and Prevention releases more data on vaccinated individuals. Like we're getting new info Every day, you know, things are changing all of the time. So there's there's no question that in a month things might look different. But for right now, as things start back up, especially because a lot of these tours are starting back in August, September, we got to know. So here are some additional highlights that I want to talk about. So no audience interaction. Yay for people like me. Do not touch me. Do not be around me. That is awkward. I don't do like I just why are you sitting on my lap? Um, Daily cleaning of the performance space, venue and props, which I feel like um, should always be a thing uh cleaning of the dressing rooms orchestra pit and other high traffic areas before first rehearsal and between each performance that's amazing physical distancing in the orchestra pit and around the stage door there will be no backstage visitors autograph signings or cast meet and greets stage doors are over like that's (laughs) not happening and then a mandated covid19 safety training for cast and crew members with penalties starting at 50 dollars a fine if protocols are not followed so they will take your money if you're you're not doing this right. Uh, what I found the most interesting, Matt, that I just want to point out about masks, because of course we all find them important. Everyone listening to the show, I hope was doing that most of this time. Uh, but I have to say, like, I don't know how people with makeup on are going to be able to always, uh, adhere to those guidelines. You know what I'm saying? Like for right now, like, I don't know how, if somebody's getting in a full, like if they're doing cats, the national tour, I don't see. Which is out there, which is out there on the road. It's part of my subscription this year. Yeah. (gasps) Oh, Mistopheles is not going to be with, you know, uh, 
two lines on his face. Well, I don't know. I imagine which... they'll have to do one of those plexiglass visor type things. Um, uh, like yeah. one of those. But here's the thing that I think is most interesting. All that stuff is fine. I, I think that by the time most of these tours launch in the fall and even into uh, the beginning of 2022, most of these things will have gone away because of the CDC is going to be changing their stuff. But one thing that you didn't mention is that audiences must be masked and seated six feet away from the orchestra or the stage as well. Good luck enforcing that one. I mean, mm. I understand mm. that the individual venues are allowed to make their own rules and can do whatever they want. But even when like New York and California are opening uh -huh. up their masking rules and all that stuff, like good luck getting the yeah. uber wealthy season ticket holders sitting in the first <laughs> few rows um, <laughs> who are used to doing whatever they want and yeah. don't care about the big damn government. Um, oh. telling them what to do, good luck with getting them to wear their masks. I, I I appreciate it. I appreciate the effort. I don't really get including that one, especially when you're making everybody stay away from the performers. But, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, nobody is really enforcing masks anymore. So I don't know. I just mean you can do yeah. whatever you want in a collectively bargained agreement, but it just seems a little strange. It does seem strange. And on that note, before we get into the rest of the show, we'd like to take a moment to talk about our sponsor for this week, ExpressVPN. Using the internet without using ExpressVPN is kind of like when there's like someone on the train and they're just like on speakerphone just for everybody to hear. And you're like, hey, have you ever heard of headphones? Like, would you like to partake in some privacy? I guess not. That is basically what using the internet is without using ExpressVPN. Yeah, because whomever your service provider is, they know everything about what you do online. They know what websites you go to. They know everything about you and your purchasing habits and visiting habits, and they can sell all of that information to ad companies, to tech giants, to whomever they want so that they can target ads directly to you. But ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel just from point A, your device, to point B, the interwebs, so that nobody else can see what's going on on your computer. Last year, I could not believe that just because one of my passwords to internet, which guys, do not guess my passwords, they're very easy, uh, but like it, <laughs> it, one password was leaked and it eliminated me from getting into all of my social medias, emails, Google Suite, you name it. It was horrifying. Now that I use a VPN because I'm smarter, I am more learned, thank you, uh, I'm more protected um, than ever. So I feel safer using the internet now that I have a VPN. So secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash Broadway Radio today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Broadway Radio. And you can get an extra three months for free expressvpn.com slash Broadway Radio. Now for some more headlines. Um, Atlantic Theater Company has announced productions for its new season. I was so excited to see all of these amazing productions that are going to happen again. Every time we get like a theater company that we all respect and love, they're mm -hmm. being like, bam, here's 2021, 2022 season. I'm like, yeah, sign me up. Take all my money. The season will include the world premiere of Nagozi and Yanwu's play, The Last of the Love Letters, the world premiere musical of Kimberly Akimbo with book and lyrics by David Lindsay Abair, music by Janine Tesori, the world premiere play, shh. Good. Written by, directed, did you like that? That was nice. Uh, <laughs> written, directed, and featuring Obie Award winner Claire Barron, the world premiere of 
Sana's two C's play English and the world premiere musical The Bedwetter with book by Joshua Harmon and Emmy Award winner Sarah Silverman with music and lyrics by the late Adam Schlesinger and Sarah Silverman as well. What a lineup. I mean, I couldn't believe this. Yeah, The Bedwetter was supposed to be at Atlantic in 2020. And if Uh. memory serves, Stephanie J. Block was going to play the lead. Linda Lavin was going to be in it. My friend and Obsessed Network colleague Ellen Marsh um, was supposed to be in it as well. Uh. I think all of those people um, will be back, but I don't know for sure. Um, And this is based off of Sarah Silverman's Mm -hmm. um, memoir, also called The Bedwetter. So um, very, very excited for that one. But really, what a fantastic season. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about um, whenever I can go see any of those shows. I will, uh, of course, let you all know. So now for some more summer programming news. Thank God there is nothing like summer in the city. Did you like that? It's a week of Hamilton references for me. I'm sorry about it. New York stage and film will return July 17th through August 1st in a partnership with Vassar College, Marist College and Revel 32 Degrees. So New York stage and film 2021 summer season will kick off with an outdoor event at Vassar College with a concert presentation of songs by Mexidas by Brian Quijada and Nigel D. Robinson. And you can catch the latest piece by Pulitzer winner Michael R. Jackson called White Girl in Danger. Uh, We don't have time to get into it on the show today, but I need you to Google what that show is about because it is freaking hilarious and amazing. Um, It's at Marist College only July 31st and August 1st because they're just doing like a little kind of like you know, uh, reading version of it, but it's absolutely hilarious. Like it's a, I can't, I actually can't get into it. We got to do it later. Uh, So now for some only in New York news, because it's summer in the city, Matt, hold on to your damn seat because the blue (laughs) men are back. Blue Man Group is officially returning off-Broadway this September 3rd at the Astor Place Theater once again. And they said New York was dead. Well, they lied to you. I uh, <laughs> can't wait to see that, I guess, question mark. I, I I had this conversation with Ashley when Stomp returned, announced yeah. its return. I was like, these are things that like you have to see once. Like I've seen, I've actually seen Blue Man in Chicago and I think once or twice in Orlando. Like it's a fun show. Like it's oh, it's amazing. The the people that do it are incredible percussionists. They're incredible because yes. they're clowns. So it is. It's amazing. But I just thought, well, this was a good out if you didn't want to re up it. Like for any of uh, these shows, like Gazillion Bubble Show announced via email. Yeah, that announced they were coming back today too. Yeah, I I think those things make money though. That's the thing. Like they're great family friendly tourist fodder. So who knows. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but the arts need money. And on that note, the New York Public Library for the Performing Arts announced that it will establish the Harvey Firestein Theater Lab, a new educational space. Thanks to him Venmoing them $2.5 million. I think that's really nice. It's above my limit, but here we go. Harvey is a saint and the son of a librarian, which I learned today. So really excited to see that someone's being that philanthropic in the arts right now. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Oh, and finally, Christy Altamar will lead a developmental reading of a new musical, Alice in Neverland, because there's never been a musical about Alice or Peter Pan. Oh, my Pan. God. Oh. What? <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like, can we make a rule that we no more Alice in Wonderland or Peter Pan musicals? We've talked about this on Today mm-hmm. on Broadway before. Just stop. Just stop. We don't need it's them. So Nobody bad. wants them. Like, this is literally something longtime listeners will know. We talked about this with Alice by Heart, which I know you're going to mention mm-hmm. here in a second. We talked about this with Finding Neverland. It's just like, we're fine. 
we don't need them. We don't want them. They're never any good. So move see, on. See, this is how I feel about Wizard of Oz because I think it that is great. Too. I think Frank L. Or like L. Frank Baum is amazing, and I think that like you know, uh, but yeah, but I feel even that way about this new like Judy Garland musical. Like, oh I, yeah, yeah, that one that was at Paper Mill a few years ago. Yeah, we talked about that too. Yeah, Just, but like, look, we have them. That's the thing. Like. The Peter yeah. Pan musical is great. Leave it. We've got The Wizard of Oz. We've got The Wiz. We've got Wicked. Leave it. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, we don't really have a good one of those. But um, just leave it. We don't need more. Just stop. I could stop. The This particular reading will include Heath Saunders, funnily enough, who just did Alice by Heart at MCC. He was the white rabbit, right? No, he no? was the uh, he was the caterpillar. Oh, OK. From, yeah, it makes sense. He's super he's super tall. That makes sense. And, and uh, from the Magic Mike Broadway workshop, Will Swenson. <laughs> yes, that is what Will Swenson is best known for. The Magic Mike. He was playing Matthew McConaughey's part. I know you wanted to see his slick abs on stage for the Magic Mike musical. Ellen Marsh was in it. I know she was. I know she was. Uh, but I'm just saying, like. People know Will Swenson from things that have actually come to Broadway, not just something so. that got canceled before it went to Boston, before it went to Broadway. But whatever, you're you're yeah. you're younger and cooler. You have your finger on the pulse better yeah. than I do. So good for good for him. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure he's done other things, but like I think I think at the most it's Murder Ballad and this Magic and, Mike and, reading and marrying Audrey McDonald. That was also that was that was pretty clutch as a yeah. theater community. We 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 did that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I love murder ballad. <laughs> love 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 murder oh. ballad. Oh, we've never talked about that. That makes so much sense. Of course, what? given our music taste, that makes sense, Matt. Really? Oh yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, our cowboy mouth he? affection. Yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> and, good. And, I love murder yeah. ballad. I want to do a production of murder. I've wanted to do a production of murder ballad for years, and I just never have done it. Oh well. Tis the season. We'll talk. We'll talk. Okay, yeah, yeah. we'll we'll talk. Finally, in a feel good recommendation, the Avid Brothers released their first look music video uh, for their new musical, Swept Away. The cast. I did not realize this was the cast. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, they're not in the music video. These people are not in the music video. I need to clarify because I was expecting to see John Gallagher Jr., Stark Sands, Wayne Duvall, Adrian Blake, and Sco, and um, they were not there. But if you want. There is this first look. They're going to be doing Swept Away at Berkeley Rep beginning in January 9. So, yeah, like get this a first is a little taste. Yeah, this is an American idiot reunion, basically. You've yeah. got Stark and John and Michael Mayer is directing. Like, this yes. is, and I think they did it at Berkeley, Berkeley first, yeah. too. Yeah. So, like, this is a, a big old jukebox musical reunion for the cast and company and crew of of American Idiot getting back to uh, run it back and do it again. But see, who did I see this weekend? Brian, Brian Charles Johnson. I need Brian Charles. If this is a real mm-hmm. American Idiot reunion, I'm going to need all of my favorite white guy singing rock musics. And on that <laughs> note, let's close out the show. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. Later this week, we've got a fun little surprise for you on the Instagrams as well. You know, Ooh. I'm getting out there. I'm, I'm giving everybody all the content for New York um, happenings. Glimmer of Light is happening at Radial Park. Oh, right it's a on full Thursday. pride. Yeah, it's a full pride event, and we will be there, aka me. I will be there. So don't forget, <laughs> you've got to follow us on Twitter and Instagram to make sure you see all of that great content. Don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can 
find me all of the hours of the everything, Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Matt, where can people find you? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.